welcome to the Savory Sweet Podcast, where we introduce the stories of Black food companies, farmers, and restaurants. I'm your host, Tracy Scott, the founder and CEO of Tracy's Gourmet. I created this podcast after nine years of building and scaling my company, winning business pitch events, participating in business accelerators, selling at local and international trade shows, and having my products carried in Whole Foods Market and other specialty food stores. Now, I am highlighting the culinary genius, business success, and growth of Black food companies, farmers, and restaurants. So today I have the wonderful opportunity of interviewing Ms. Vivica Cox, the founder and CEO of Shady Winery and Wine Collection in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Ms. Cox, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am doing well. I tell you, um, and I've mentioned this to you before, I was not aware of a black woman in Georgia owning and running her own winery. So being able to interview you is a pretty big deal. Um, My friends and I, we have been going to a facility similar to uh, a winery, but nothing on the scale of yours when we want to do these girls get together. So it's it's really an honor to be able to interview you. Um, How did you start your winery and what gave you the idea to do something like this? Oh, wow. So about a year and a half ago, almost two years, actually, uh, my friend and I, her name is Sharetta Cox. We are not related. It's just a coincidence that we have the same last name, but our husbands both named our Cox who are not related. So that's funny. (laughs) She's one of the, one of my, yes. Uh, she's one of my good friends that um, I met when I first moved to Georgia at a at a job that we both worked at. Um, however, we made we remained friends over the years. Um, last year, uh, we were always visiting different wine events and uh, little pop up shops and things like that. And she was like, "We should start our own wine." And I said, "Oh, say less." So <laughs> it took off from there. Um, so as of April of 2021, uh, we started Shavy Wine Collection, and we originally started out making wine from our home, um, and um, ended up I said, no, this is cool, but I want to reach a broader audience. So I ended up purchasing a trailer and converted that into a mobile winery and bar. So we got booked for some events, did the mobile wine um, bar and will sell out of the wine immediately. I was getting so many phone calls from those small events that we did just to have some more wine. So in order to reach a bigger audience, I said, no, we need a facility. So we started looking for a place that we can um, build the winery and things of that nature. And I, I found the location in Stone Mountain and I thought it was perfect. I don't know if you've got a chance to look at the pictures from the website. However, it has a real rustic feel. It has stone walls. So I thought that was, I said, this is perfect. This is perfect. I had a vision immediately. Um, unfortunately, my friend Sharetta was not able to continue. Um, so I just kept moving forward with the wine business. And here we are today. So you started your own wine collection. You basically had a product that you were selling. Yes. And then you yes. expanded that product into not just Yes. So it started out as a hobby. Wow. Yes. I understood that <laughs> when we spoke. Um 
because in my head I was thinking you already had the winery, but you had the product, and then you moved into the winery. Right, I did. I had the product first. So in the state of Georgia, you're allowed to make a hundred um, gallons of wine at home. So I started. That's how I started out making it at home, and I just perfected the recipe. So it was to the point where I was dreaming about combinations and flavors and things I wanted the wines to taste like, and I would get up at two, three, four in the morning and order ingredients so I could make it happen. And started experimenting with flavors. That's actually how I came up with one of my best sellers, which is berry gold, strawberry, mango, and pineapple wine. Wow. So I want to go back to your statement about 100 gallons at home. I know in every Mm -hmm. state you have different requirements and uh, licensing. Can you explain that whole process of getting a beer and wine license, what does that look like and what goes into that process? In order to be licensed to have beer and wine, you have to um, actually have a facility. So you cannot be licensed without one, none whatsoever. So that was my main goal. As far as expanding, I knew I needed a facility in order to reach a broader audience, broader customer base, and to get the product out there in a major way. Um, so that was the main reason of getting the location to even build the winery in the first place. In finding a winery, did someone help you or you said you found that location? Did you do that on your own? No, I, I found it. I was just writing. I, I just was doing my research. I was riding around. I was looking at different locations. I found a spot that I thought I liked, but it wasn't quite the area that I wanted it to be in. And I found the one in Stone Mountain. And I called the realtor, and it's been sitting for maybe like two and a half, three years. That building was empty. And I was just like, this was meant for me to have this building because I needed it. Um, ironically, um, as I'm going through the building, I'm looking at everything, and I'm getting everything fixed up and remodeled. The shelves in the office has different tabs, like um, someone printed out different tabs that has names of wine, Pinot Noir and Carbonet, Cabernet. And it was just all these different wine names that were already labeled, like it was wine sitting there before. So I thought that was amazing. And how old is your winery? My winery is only about 10 months old. <laughs> how old is the building? 10 months old. I, I, I officially opened October 1st for the grand opening. Um, I was still waiting for a few more licenses, so I shut back down, and I opened again October, uh, November 1st. Um, and how old is the building where your winery is located? Oh, my goodness. That building? Ooh, how old is that building? I think it was built in the 70s. That's fantastic. That's history. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the Historic District for a reason. Wow. <laughs> Definitely. Congratulations. That's that's really, that's a big feat. Um, You know. Thank you. I explained to you that researching the beer wine industry and, you know, breweries and um, uh, just the whole uh, beer wine manufacturing. And there are very few women and, of course, even less African-American women. How has it, what's the experience been like for you? as a black woman entering into and growing in the beer and wine industry? 
Um, considering that I'm still new in the industry, I, I just recently opened, I'm still learning, I'm still building, I'm still building relationships. Um, I'm still trying to market the brand. So it's still up and coming. I haven't had any conflict thus far. Um, so it doesn't really affect me too much that it's a male-dominated industry. Um, I have a lot of support, a lot of love, a lot of customers that love me, the personality, love my story behind the brand. So I have a lot of support right now. Well, I, um, I've been on your Instagram page and it definitely looks like you all have fun. I'll leave it at that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where did that come from? Yes. I mean, was that something you thought of or when did you start the karaoke? Yeah. It was. Um, I bought a karaoke about a month ago, shortly after I opened officially in um, November. I wanted to do something that brought the community together, and I know people love to sing and eat and drink. So I thought about doing a karaoke, so it's been expanding. It's been growing every week. Every week I get more and more customers that come in and love to sing and love to have fun. Um, I'm adding different events um, up and coming. I'm doing New Year's Eve celebration there. I'm also doing a baby shower. I'm also doing Battle of the South, which will be sorority against fraternity starting in January, the first Sunday in January. So um, every week after that, uh, I'm going to have an event. So the goal is to get the community to come together, to get different uh, people from different spectrums all to come together and unite and just really enjoy themselves and drink some really good wine. Those are some really good ideas for marketing. I actually was going to ask you what marketing approach have you found successful? Uh, I mean, I can still ask that question, but you kind of touched on some of the events that you're having. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of the marketing is coming from um, you, you know people that know people. So uh, that's really that's really been it. I, I sit there and I watch people just interact and people reach out believe it or not they reach out to me almost every day um inquiring about the winery in some form or fashion um, about birthday parties about doing wine tastings about pop-up shops and um interacting with a, a bunch of other entrepreneurs they just re- they all they reach out to me um so it's a lot of word of mouth and they're just really excited that i'm in the area and, and another thing, a lot of the community is very excited that they don't have to go far for a place of relaxation and a good time. So is your winery also an event center or event complex? It is. It is. It's a bi-level <laughs> happening there. Yes, yes, it is. So it's a bi-level facility. So it has a lower level and a second floor level. Um, the first level is more so where I do the tasting rooms and it has tables set up so people can sit and dine. And then upstairs on the second level is where the kitchen is located. It's, where, uh, it's also where I um, ferment the wine in one section. And then the other section is closed off. And then um, it's a lounge area. So it has different sections. It has a long um, bar that will seat about 10 people. It also has another section that will seat about four people. It has another section that will seat about six people. It has seating around the stage area. So it is, yes. So wine is the driver for this dream. How long did it take? Absolutely. How long did it take for you to go from 
the dream of your wine to where you are today. Um, you know, oftentimes wow. things happen overnight because we see so many of the shows and things on TV, but what right. was your timeline for what you've done? Okay, so great example. I started the business in April of 2021. I didn't start making wine until about May or June of 2021. I had my first batch for sampling in July of 2021. I got a trailer in August of 2021, and I had the location in February. Um, as far as once I got the location and, and permitting up until now was about six months process. So it didn't take a long time like normal people would think it would, but I move a lot quicker than a lot of people, so. I'm very tenacious and determined, so, um, it was a quick, it was a quick process. It was definitely a quick process. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people who own restaurants and the whole process when it comes to food and beverage, it's very lengthy. So, Mm-hmm. You put down on paper before you actually started the action, taking the action step. Was it something you put down on paper years before? Um, I did. I did do. A, I did. Uh, once I started the business in April, I did do a business plan by May. Um, just about you know uh, numerical goals that I wanted to achieve um, within a certain time frame. That's about it. As far as getting started. I was I was on it like ASAP. So if I got the building in February, I had the floor. I moved in February first. I had the floors done no later than February fourth. So it was boom, boom, boom. You know, back to back, relentless work done to make it completed to get it off and running. Because to me, I don't have time to waste. I got to keep it moving. How many other facilities? are similar to yours in Georgia? Um, I know that there is a place in Snailville or Grayson that is a winery, but I don't think they have food. And I, it's another place. I'm just thinking about Metro Atlanta area. Um, there's a huge winery, Chateau Alain, and then there are a bunch of wine bars, but nothing like mine. Mine is original. I have a restaurant, a winery, a tasting room, a lounge, and everything is there. Like, and then I have a. I'm getting ready to attach my food truck to it, so it's it's definitely different, a different vibe. And the reason I ask that question is because. It is, it's an original. It is a one of a kind idea. It's a disruptor to the industry. And I, absolutely, I'm so happy for you because this is a huge undertaking. Um, I want to know if you were not an entrepreneur, what else would you be doing? Oh my gosh. Um, I worked in the medical field for about 17 years. So if I wasn't an entrepreneur, I'm pretty sure I'll be back in the hospitals or clinics or something like that working. So definitely my background is in IT and, and, uh, medical clerical. Um, 
work. So definitely that's what I would probably will be doing. I'm, I'm glad I'm not in the field anymore <laughs> because this is something that I'm absolutely passionate about. However, I'm not humble enough where I, I won't say I won't ever go back because, uh, you know, life happens. But I definitely am where I want to be right now in this industry. Partnerships. Have you worked with other companies? And if so, in what industries? And are you open to partnerships? I have not um, had a partnership yet. Um, I have um, been questioned about partnerships. I've actually had a celebrity I just met with recently that wants to do a partnership with uh, his mother's wine. So stay tuned for that. Definitely. That's wonderful. Uh, I can easily see a lot of partnerships happening for your company. I'm really, really happy for you. So what's on the horizon? Absolutely. What is on the horizon for Shave Wine Collection? In addition- What's on the horizon for Shave B? So Shave B uh, will soon be in wine bars and stores. You'll be able to get it in um, local stores around you. So that's the next step is um, distribution-wise. So as I'm expanding the company, that's exactly what you'll be able to go in the store and you'll see my brand and you'll be able to pick it up. And um, hopefully get it in all 50 states. Congratulations. Um, Thank how you. Do, how do people find you? I know you say you're going to be in the, in the store soon. Would that be by the end of this year or 2023? Definitely by 2023. Um, right now you can find me at www.shavywinecollections.com and that's S-H-A. D-I-E, winecollections.com. And also I'm on Instagram at uh, S-H-A underscore V-I-E underscore wine. So that's where you can find all the updates, um, all the events that's going on. Everything is listed on uh, Instagram daily. Thank you so much, Ms. Vivica Cox. It has been such a pleasure to interview. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. For centuries, black people have cultivated the land that has grown some of the world's most famous recipes, foods, and drinks. The mission of Savory Sweet is to give global exposure to the founders and CEOs of these companies and their stories so that we can savor the land, foods, and drinks they create.